the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. It's Your Life is sponsored by James J.C. Cooley. Life is a series of circles and cycles, phases and stages. These are your experiences that teach you the lessons of life. You can either ignore them or embrace them. Welcome to the James Cooley Show. It's your life. James is a motivational speaker, author, military veteran, and founder of the James Cooley Foundation. James is here to equip you to strive for greatness and to overcome adversity. It's time to get equipped today for the challenges of tomorrow. Now, Here's the host of It's Your Life, James Cooley. Hello, welcome to the James Cooley Show. It's your life. I'm your host, Dr. James J.C. Cooley, and I'll tell you, wow, we got an absolutely fantastic show coming your way today, and, and I'm excited about the topic that we're going to talk about and this absolutely marvelous, wonderful guest that's going to educate us and inform us and teach us on some of the things that I think uh, that's so important to values and morals. And so uh, I'm not going to give away the topic right now because uh, I got my executive producer and co-host, Dr. Michelle Coolidge. That's going to explain all of that to you. But how are you doing today, Doc? I'm doing fine, James. I am. It's raining here in Texas and Fort Worth. <laughs> Rain last night and it's raining again now. <laughs> but, um, you know, I'm, I, it's cooling the temperatures down. But, um, you know, I want some fall weather here. I um I'm from the East Coast, born and raised, so I kind of miss the change of seasons, and uh, Texas is uh, hit and miss, but no, I'm tired of 80-something and 90-degree weather. I want some fall weather, some some holiday weather, but... It's coming, it's four seasons, you know, I'm excited about the uh, the guests that we got on the show today, uh, Michelle. Yes. Just like I mentioned, I'm I'm extremely excited about the topic because... uh, I think we need to bring this back into focus, and I think we need to just get an understanding of what this uh, gentleman is going to talk about. So wherever you're watching this at, if you're watching it on, on uh, E360 TV, Transfer TV, uh, over 45 streaming uh, live platforms, or listen to it on the radio, if you want to, all you have to do, if you want to call in and be part of it, dial one 7473 or whichever platform that you're watching it on, just go to the comments. And that's just great guess. Any question that you might have, I promise you we'll get you on that. So, Michelle, I can't take it no more. Can you please uh, tell our viewers and our listeners the title of the show, the purpose of the show, and introduce this absolutely wonderful guest that we have? Most definitely. So the title of today's show is Restoring the Dream for America's Youth. We're having a conversation with Scott Phelps. He's Executive Director of Abstinence and Marriage Education Partnership, A&M. We're going to talk about the mission and goals of AMN, discuss the biggest challenges facing teenagers today, and also about the training, the curriculum created by AMN for training and equipping for success. So let's tell you a little bit about our guest today, Scott Phelps. Again, he serves as Executive Director of the Abstinence and Marriage Education Partnership near Chicago, Illinois, and is a co-founder of the National Abstinence Education Association in Washington, D.C. 
He's the author of five of popular character-based abstinence education programs for youth, which are widely used around the country, Game Plan, Quest, Aspire, Navigator, and Excel. He conducts training seminars nationally to help parents and teachers effectively communicate the benefits of abstinence and marriage to youth. His career is dedicated to helping today's teens to resist negative pressures and make good decisions for their lives. Scott holds a bachelor's degree from San Francisco State University and a master's degree from Trinity International University in Deerfield, Illinois. His training seminars have equipped over 4,000 teachers across the country, and AM programs have reached approximately 2 million teens across all 50 states. So please welcome to the show, Mr. Scott Phelps. How you doing, Scott? Welcome to the show, my friend. How you doing? Doing really well. Thanks so much for having me on. It's a pleasure. It's an absolute pleasure to have you on and, and just uh, uh, addressing this topic today, which I think is is much needed in our society and especially in our youth and young adults. And that's giving them an understanding of, you know, what life probably should be. I talk about uh, and controlling a lot of things, especially when it comes to character, when it comes to ownership, when it comes to uh particular finding your soulmate. So, so Scott, can, can you tell our viewers and listeners a little bit more about you, where you grew up, um, your hobbies, and, and why this topic that we're talking about is so important to you? Yeah, so uh, I grew up in a very conservative area of the country, San Francisco, California. And uh, I grew up there uh, in the 60s and 70s uh, during the height of the sexual revolution near Haight-Ashbury. And uh, and yet I, I say that, and yet it was still uh, not anything like it is today. There have been significant changes in my home city, but that is where I grew up and then uh, moved out to Chicago to attend uh, uh, graduate school out here. And I have been in the Chicago area ever since. And uh this is where we uh, launched the Absence Marriage Education Partnership uh, coming up on 20 years ago. Next year will be 20 years. Uh, and uh, this is our headquarters here in Chicago. You know, so Scott, uh, how did your family and community inspire you uh, when you was growing up? You know, and talking about making sure that you had the right foundation and the right character base that makes you the person that you are today. Well, that's a good question, because first of all, I think it's important to point out that I had a family. <laughs> I had a, I mean, seriously, I'm not, I'm not being funny about that, because so many kids don't have what I had. They don't have a married mother and father and siblings, right, uh, with the same parents. And so I had an intact family growing up, and that was the most significant influence on my life, was having the benefit of a married mother and father as well as siblings. Beyond that, uh, we had living with us when I was a child, uh, my very godly grandmother, who was a tremendous influence on my life, who prayed for me regularly and was, uh, I think, a significant, had a significant impact in my life, uh, both in her influence to me and her role model for me. So along with my parents and my grandmother, um, I, had, uh, I had a lot of benefits uh, through that. Uh, experience you know so uh with with all that being said with grandmother family intact if you had to identify just one word adjective 
to describe who is Scott, what would that adjective be and why? Yeah, thanks. I think the adjective uh, would probably, that would best describe me, which is what people tend to write on my evaluation forms when I do teacher trainings, is they say we love his passion. I think I'm a passionate person. Um, And I'm very passionate about the work that I do. When I do an all-day teacher training seminar, which is mainly what I do around the country, I spend my time training up teachers uh, to teach uh, our programs. Um, I absolutely love it. I, I love it. And I am very passionate about what I am teaching because I believe in it completely because it is rooted in objective fact. And I am passionate that all kids in the country have the opportunity to learn the things that we're teaching. And so I think um, passion is probably the best way that I would describe uh, myself. Wow. That's, that's, uh, that's great. Hey, Scott, the title of the show uh, today is restoring the dream for American youth before we dive. But before we dive into that, um, why did you come up with that title? And why do you think that that is so important that we do that right now? Yeah, well, and we can get into the details perhaps a little bit later on. But big picture, I would say restoring the dream. But we've already touched on it, that I had the benefit Uh, of something that so many of our youth today don't have, and that is an intact, married parent. So many of our kids don't have that, and that's what we're talking about, restoring the dream. Restoring the dream for them that although they don't have that, they can have that, right? And so uh, one good example of that is someone like our former President Barack Obama, raised by a single mom, and yet was able to establish a married two-parent family for his two daughters. And that's the kind of thing we're talking about, is regardless of the current circumstances, regardless of your situation, you can prepare for and plan for and work toward having a solid marriage relationship, family relationships with children who love you and care for you and whom you love and support and encourage. And that family bond is what has broken down in so many of our communities around the country. And that's the dream that we hope to restore for these young people is that they have the opportunity to have that. I was uh, speaking at a middle school in Washington, D.C., four blocks north of the Capitol, urban youth, inner city youth, Uh, And when I got to the part where I started talking about my family and my wife and how much I loved her, the entire auditorium, 300 middle school kids just literally spontaneously broke out in applause just because I was talking to them about my own marriage relationship and family. There was something deep within them that resonated that made them just applause and say, you know, way to go. Good for you. That's the dream that we're hoping to restore. Wow, I'll tell you what, we're going to take a station break, but we're going to come back. We're going to pick it up, and we're going to dive off into this topic. We're going to talk about abstinence. We're going to talk about a lot of things that Scott want to share with us today. So if you want to be part of the conversation, all you have to do is just pick up the phone, dial one 2473 or go to the platform that you're on, ask any question that you might have. I promise you, we'll get you an answer. Yes! your life. We'll see you shortly after the break. There's more stories of greatness to help you overcome adversity coming up on It's Your Life with James Cooley. 
Hi, I'm Todd Purick, the producer of The James Cooley Show, It's Your Life. And in the new audio version of his book, Country Boy, City Boy, A Journey That Ain't Over Yet, you can join James as he shares his true life story of struggle and success in America. It's both a cautionary tale and a roadmap to achieving the American dream. Get the new audio version of his book, Country Boy, City Boy, A Journey That Ain't Over Yet by Dr. James Cooley on Amazon.com or wherever books are sold. The J.C. Cooley Foundation is a nonprofit organization that was started in October of 2014. The J.C. Cooley Foundation continues to strive to expand its programs and offerings to the youth, young adults, and citizens of our great communities nationwide and overseas. We hope that you'll be able to take part in one or more of the many exciting events that we're offering this year and experience firsthand the pride we take in supporting our cause. It's our mission to equip the youth of today for the challenges of tomorrow, and we rely heavily on the generosity of individuals and business owners for support. Without the assistance of community-minded individuals just like you, we wouldn't be able to serve our youth each year. We ask that you make a commitment to support our annual appeal by making a cash donation. This year's goal is $50,000. Your generosity will assist us in making a difference in the lives of the youth in our community. You can give online at CooleyFoundation.org. Remember that every donation makes a difference regardless of size. The J.C. Cooley Foundation thanks you in advance for your contribution. Country Boy, City Boy, A Journey That Ain't Over Yet, The True Life Coming of Age Story by James J.C. Cooley. Using humor, wit, and engaging storytelling, James paints a picture about his arrival in a rural deep south town and realization that life would never be the same. Cooley lays out his struggle to adjust from city life to country life and back again, sharing his hard-earned lessons to educate, encourage, and enlighten our next generation of leaders and heroes. Get your copy of Country Boy, City Boy, A Journey That Ain't Over Yet by James J.C. Cooley available on Amazon and everywhere books are sold. FM 96.1 North County and AM 1170 San Diego. The Answer. Streaming at theanswersandiego.com. Life is a series of circles and cycles, phases and stages. These are your experiences that teach you the lessons of life. You can either ignore them or embrace them. Welcome to the James Cooley Show. It's your life. Dr. James Cooley is a motivational speaker, author, military veteran, and founder of the J.C. Cooley Foundation. Dr. Cooley is here to equip you to strive for greatness and overcome adversity. It's time to get equipped today for the challenges of tomorrow. Now, here's the host of It's Your Life, Dr. James Cooley. Hello, welcome back to the James Cooley Show. It's your life, and I tell you, uh, just getting uh, the first segment, getting the uh, opportunity to know a little bit about Scott. Now it's time for us to dive off into uh, the topic of today and uh, and uh, get an opportunity to learn some of Scott's teaching and why it's so important. And, and so, Scott, uh, so we're talking about abstinence, and I got a couple of videos I want to show, but can, can you just uh, 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 tell our, our viewers and our listeners uh, what do you mean I re, you know you started on restoring um, the integrity restoring the youth uh, with a lot of things that uh, we haven't been living by or haven't been uh, so can you start it off and then I, then I want to show a quick video of how you teach abstinence in, in education yeah so I think uh, restoring the dream for America's youth uh, one of the uh, data sets and everything that we teach is rooted in research it's objectively factably provably true and one of the uh, there's a number of different data sets that we look at but one 
uh, is a survey that is done regularly by the University of Michigan. It's rigorous research, and uh, they survey high school students around the country. And one of the questions they ask them is, how important uh, how important is it to you to have a good marriage and family life? And over the past four decades, the survey results from American teenagers comes back at 90% uh, to the positive. So 90% agree or strongly agree with the statement that I hope to be married and have a family and I want it to go well. So we know that there is a deep-seated yearning within the hearts of most of our young people for future marriage and family. But who's talking to them about that? That's where we come in. You know, so uh, teaching. How how long have you been teaching uh, this uh, from the high school level? Uh, About 25 years now. 25 years. So I want to show a quick video to our viewers and our listeners on uh, the introduction of this. So I'll tell you what. Here we go. How do we teach abstinence education effectively? Or put another way, what is a positive approach to abstinence education? I think one of the reasons why people are sometimes a little bit hesitant to teach an abstinence education program is they think it's a negative message. But in reality, abstinence is the safest, healthiest, best message for our teens. And there's a way to teach it well. We don't think the kids need a big, heavy, negative slam down, don't stop, quit, bad. We think they need the encouraging, positive lift up. You can do it. Yes, you can. We think that absence education taught well is aspirational. It helps kids think forward about their future, about future career, marriage, family, options. We want to help young people and inspire them toward the good. And so what we want to do is lift up the goal and the hope of future marriage and family. And when we teach kids abstinence, we're actually teaching them the sequence to success. Researchers have identified the success sequence as graduating from high school or college, getting a job, getting married, and then having children. If we can teach kids to put sex in that context, it's going to be very, very good for them. And they respond very well to a clearly reasoned, positive presentation on the benefits of waiting for marriage. And that is the way to teach abstinence effectively and to teach abstinence positively. Wow. Great message, Scott. Great message. Thank you. So that's a summary uh, of, you know, how we teach the abstinence message. Uh, It's very, as we said, they're aspirational. It's forward looking. It's not a big negative, you know, don't do this. Um, It's helping them to understand the benefits of reserving all sexual activity for a marriage relationship with a focus on the positive. Look, every kid that we're going to teach, every kid that we're going to talk to wants their life to go well. And we know that. And so all we're doing is we're not going to, you know, send teachers in the classroom because we don't do the presentations ourselves. Primarily we do some, but primarily we're training and equipping school teachers to do this as part of their health class. And what we want to encourage them to do is not go into the classroom and say, listen, kids, if you have sex, here's all the things that are going to go wrong. And here's how your life is going to get all messed up. Of course, we'll have to talk about some of the consequences of premarital sexual activity among youth, but primarily we want the focus of our message to be here are the benefits 
of waiting until marriage. I want to be very clear about that. One of the things you, you talked about earlier, uh, you know, you talked about, and can you tell our audience about uh, the journey of counseling families, and especially when you, you run across uh, teens, uh, teenage girls uh, pregnant, and mm-hmm. just talk about how that can have an effect, not just on their immediate life, but their life, uh, you know, as they continue to grow yeah. and the uh, legacy that they're leaving behind. Uh, can you talk about that a little bit? Yeah, absolutely. Because you see, most of what is taught to young people really only is about the immediate consequences and not the long-term consequences, as you're suggesting. And what we need to do is help them think bigger picture. And it doesn't even necessarily have to be the physical. There is far too much attention paid, I believe, to the physical consequences uh, at the expense of the emotional, relational Uh, mental consequences of sexual activity, which can also be very serious. I had a lady at a training in Baton uh, Baton Rouge, Louisiana, some years back, and I remember this very clearly because it was so, so stark and so sharp, her comment to me. She said to me this, she said, Scott, how can we help young people understand the powerful emotional impact of sexual activity? She says, Do you know what my husband says to me all the time? My husband says to me all the time, I wish I married a virgin. I wish I married a virgin. I wish I married a virgin. Now, if they were in my counseling session, I had them both there and he was saying that I would be like, dude, shut up. Like, that is so rude. That is such a terrible thing to say. But she said, but I understand what he's saying, because you see, when I was a teenager and in college, I was sexually active. And we've been married for 18 years, but when I was sexually active as a teenager, I didn't get it pregnant and I didn't get a disease. But emotionally, something happened. Something shut down inside of me. We've been married for 18 years. And we've never really been able to be intimate because every time my husband wants to be intimate, I, I, I shut down. I can't do it. And she said there was an emotional and she was just asking me an honest question. I'm just relating to you one of many conversations I've had with educators around the country and their personal experiences. And this one was very uh, stark to me because we fe- we spend so much time focusing on the physical. And this woman's question was about the emotional. And she said, here's what I have experienced. And how do we help young people understand that the consequences of premarital sexual activity aren't merely physical, but they are mental and emotional as well. And so we need to help young people understand that sex is a very powerful thing. It's not a bad thing. It's a good thing in the context of marriage. One of the greatest illustrations that I like to use to really frame the entire messaging of our program is this. I will tell kids something like this, or I explain this to my educators to pass along as well. Whenever we go camping, we like to go camping, you know, growing up, we've been to some of the great national parks and so forth. And whenever we go camping, there will always be a sign that says campfires in designated fire pit area only. Now, the signs don't say no campfires. You can have a campfire. That's part of camping. That's why it's called a campfire. (laughs) But what? But you can't just start a fire anywhere we've we've made a place where there's a circle of rocks and we've dug down deep and you can put a fire in there and you can start your fire in this circle of rocks where it's protected and you can roast marshmallows get out your guitar sing kumbaya have a campfire it'll be wonderful but you can't just make a fire anywhere because if you make a fire anywhere you'll burn the place down and right now since the 
uh, decline of marriage and the increase in non-marital sexual activity, what we've got right now, James, is a forest fire. Because what we've got is sex outside of marriage as a cultural norm, and we are burning the place down to the effect that every year the Centers for Disease Control says we have higher and higher and higher rates of sexually transmitted diseases. Those are the direct result of building fires outside of the fireplace. What we want to teach kids is not that sex is bad, but there is a safe place. Marriage is the fire pit. And when sex occurs within the context of that fire pit called marriage, it is safe and protected protected and special and intimate and beautiful and wonderful. And the children that are born into that context are going to be safe and protected. So it's a matter of how do we teach our young people well? And that's at the heart of what we're trying to do. Wow. One of the things that we did not talk about, and we only got about a minute before the break. Uh, real quickly, can you sum up for our viewers uh, the mission statement uh, of, of your organization, Abstinence and Marriage Counseling? Uh, yeah. I, I want them to really get that, and then we're going to pick it up uh, after the break. Yes, I won't summarize it. I'll say it precisely. Absence and Marriage Education Partnership exists to ensure that every teenager in the country has the opportunity to hear a clearly reasoned, positive presentation on the benefits of abstinence until marriage and instruction on preparing for a healthy future marriage. We are KMM abstinence and marriage. We want to help them understand and appreciate how those things go together and how those things can be good for you. Wow. I think we got to take a station break. Loving this, Scott. Loving this. I know our viewers and our listeners are enjoying this as well. I tell you, if you want to be part of this conversation, all you have to do is go to whichever platform that you're watching on. Ask Scott any questions that you might have. Promise you we'll get to an answer. Or pick up the phone down 1 2473 We'll be back with more Scott Fest shortly after the break. Yes, your life is eating. There's more stories of greatness to help you overcome adversity coming up on It's Your Life with James Cooley. There's much truth in a journey that ain't over yet, as all of us journey through life's precious gift of time, just like I have. Hi, I'm Todd Pyrrhic, the producer of The James Cooley Show. It's your life. And in the new audio version of his book, Country Boy, City Boy, A Journey That Ain't Over Yet, you can join James as he shares his true life story of struggle and success in America. It's both a cautionary tale and a roadmap to achieving the American dream. This is a must listen for anyone who thinks they're stuck in life or needs to understand that their current situation is not their final destination. Country Boy, City Boy, A Journey That Ain't Over Yet is the unfiltered truth to provide hope for the future by challenging you to refuse to become a victim of life's circumstance and dare to become an overcomer because a bigger, better, and more impactful life awaits you. Get the new audio version of his book, Country Boy, City Boy, A Journey That Ain't Over Yet by Dr. James Cooley on Amazon or wherever books are sold. The J.C. Cooley Foundation continues to strive to expand its programs and offerings to the youth, young adults, and citizens of our great communities nationwide and overseas. It's our mission to equip the youth of today for the challenges of tomorrow. We ask that you make a commitment to support our annual appeal by making a cash donation. Your generosity will assist us in making a difference in the lives of the youth in our community. You can give online at CooleyFoundation.org. The J.C. Cooley Foundation thanks you in advance for your contribution. 
Hi, I'm Todd Purick, the producer of The James Cooley Show, It's Your Life. And in the new audio version of his book, Country Boy, City Boy, A Journey That Ain't Over Yet, you can join James as he shares his true life story of struggle and success in America. It's both a cautionary tale and a roadmap to achieving the American dream. Get the new audio version of his book, Country Boy, City Boy, A Journey That Ain't Over Yet by Dr. James Cooley on Amazon.com or wherever books are sold. FM 96.1 North County and AM 1170 San Diego. The Answer. Streaming at TheAnswerSanDiego.com. Life is a series of circles and cycles, phases and stages. These are your experiences that teach you the lessons of life. You can either ignore them or embrace them. Welcome to the James Cooley Show. It's your life. Dr. James Cooley is a motivational speaker, author, military veteran, and founder of the J.C. Cooley Foundation. Dr. Cooley is here to equip you to strive for greatness and overcome adversity. It's time to get equipped today for the challenges of tomorrow. Now, here's the host of It's Your Life, Dr. James Cooley. Hello, welcome back to the James Cooley Show. It's your life. And uh, my absolutely wonderful guest, uh, Scott Phelps here, is uh, really educating us. And not tell you, uh, it's so intriguing uh, to hear uh, the, and discuss these type of conversations because I believe it's so needed in our society today. And it's so needed in shaping the next generations and generations to come. So we won't have broken homes uh, so that I believe when people are meant for each other and they wait and, and I'm, I'm not going to tell you that I did that. I kind of have to listen to this conversation with Scott. I, I wish I would have had someone to uh, teach and tell and explain what it meant and what it means uh, to have a clear understanding of what you're doing. So, I want to pick it back up from there, Scott. But first of all, I want to show another video before we even uh, get back in the discussion. Here we go. Abstinence-only education. What is that? Abstinence-only education refers to teaching young people the safest, healthiest context for sexual activity to occur is in a marriage relationship. See, today's teens are bombarded by sexual messages and sexual imagery, but all about without any sense of context. They don't ever really get a sense that sex and marriage belong together. They see virtually every other expression of sexual activity except sex within a marriage relationship. So what is absence-only education? Simply that, helping young people understand that sex within marriage is not only a thing, but it's the safest, healthiest context for sexual activity to occur. That's a message that they don't get, they don't hear, they don't know it. They need to know it. And when they hear it, they respond to it very, very well. I had a girl say to me at a uh, Chicago public school after hearing a presentation on abstinence only, here's what she said. I think saving sex for marriage is a great idea. I never thought of that before. That's what I want to do. And you see, this girl represents a generation of young people, not that have rejected the absence message, but they've never even heard it. We think it's really important that kids get the opportunity to hear the message of absence until marriage as the safest, healthiest context so that they can make a decision for themselves as to whether or not that's something that they want to do. That's abstinence. 
Wow. <laughs> the only thing you can say, Scott, is wow on that one. because well, let's, let's pick it up right there, uh, James, because I think, you know, we, we ended the break talking about our mission statement. And the key word in our mission statement is opportunity. I describe my adjective as passion. My passion is that every teenager in the country would have the opportunity to learn these things. Look, we're under no illusions that every teenager in the country is going to adopt this lifestyle choice. But we believe every teenager in the country should have the opportunity to choose this lifestyle choice, and they don't have it now. The typical sex education program in America is not going to provide this lesson to them. The typical sex education program in America is going to teach all about the different forms of contraception and how to use them. And there is no real discussion on reserving sexual activity for the context of marriage. I'm unaware of, and I lay this challenge out everywhere I go, and no one has responded yet. But I ask the question, or I, I put it this way. I know of no sex education curriculum in the country that even gives kids the option of reserving all sexual activity for the context of marriage. It isn't there. They're not hearing it. And uh, your comment coming out of the break that you wish you had heard this message, I can't tell you, James, how many people have said that to me. I wish I had the opportunity to hear this when I was growing up. Uh, it is the most common refrain that I hear. We did uh, some videos with Mike Singletary in the Bears locker room, uh, Chicago Bear Hall of Famer uh, linebacker Mike Singletary. Uh, we interviewed him. We have those interviews on our website. And uh, one of the things that he said to me uh, during the filming session that we were doing is he said, Scott, you know, I've accomplished a lot in my life. In his Hall of Fame, owns businesses, wonderful family, so much. But he says this, I have one regret. I wish when I was 14 years old, I wish someone would have told me it's better if you wait until you're married. I didn't know that. I just, the same thing that you said. Listen to this comment, James, from a teacher at one of my training seminars in Boise, Idaho, some years back. I've shared this ever since. I asked for permission to share it. She said, please do. So I'm teaching what we teach at our training seminar. And here is her response to this. It was interesting to observe my own feelings as the material unfolded. I found myself remembering my teenage years and the sense that if I had had this presented to me, I would have been empowered to stand for what I really wanted, to wait until marriage with the to wait until marriage. But she says, I compromised and I ended up being sexually bonded to my boyfriend and I married him as a result. I knew I should not have, but I couldn't get out of it. Now, Four marriages later, three abortions later, two children by different fathers, neither my current husband, I want to say thank you. This message is changing lives. It would have changed my life. Your message will impact my 14-year-old daughter's life. Again, I say thank you. Wow. Here's another example. What is this lady saying? Here's a lady who's saying, you know, if I had learned the things that I just learned in this training seminar today, everything that you're teaching me, if I learned this when I was a teenager, my life would be so different right now. See, we start off having kids think through and write down in their workbooks, future hopes, goals, and dreams. Who writes this down? Who writes down, I want to be married four times, have three abortions, two children by different... Who writes that down? The answer is no one. No one writes that down. 
And so this is our passion is that young people have the opportunity to learn these things, not later in life when they're in an educator summit, a training session, but as teenagers so that they can prepare well. This lady is saying, if I learned these things as a teenager, I could have planned out and I could have prepared well and I could have avoided so much heartache and hurt. And I can't even imagine four different marriages and abortions. All that she's been through could have been avoided, she's saying. And that's the passion of our work. You know, it's not, you know, thank you for for saying that. Um, You know, with the teenagers today, peer pressure, you know, making them feel, some the peer pressure, making them feel less than if they do not, you know, engage in sexual activity. There's a lot of peer pressure out there, social media, you know, movies glorify, you know, um, premarital sex. But one thing you did mention, and the question is coming here, one thing you did mention is one of the ladies or someone you spoke to is that, you know, she couldn't, even though she'd been married to a husband for 18 years or so, uh, the intimacy is not where she wanted it to be. And I don't know if you heard this before, which you probably have, when you're with somebody, you know, premarital sex, that you kind of, that your spirits are connected, so to speak, and the, the any hurts or bitterness or pain or emotional pain, even though you move on, it's still there. So... Can you kind of talk about how to make or how to, which training goes involved to make um, teenagers see things like this? Yes. Um, And also maybe the parents who maybe did not participate in, you know, educating their kids at at a time, or maybe they went through certain things themselves, how they can really understand how it's beneficial for their families. Yes, a very good question. I'm glad that you brought that up because one of the things that we do want to help young people understand is it's never too late to start over again, and we want to encourage them on that path. The other thing I would say about that story from the teacher in Louisiana that I'm I'm always a little bit hesitant to share it because these are subjective experiences, right? Everyone is going to respond differently, and I don't in any way mean to suggest that everyone is going to have that experience. I think that was you know, perhaps a unique experience, Uh, To her, I'm sure other people have gone through something similar, but who knows, uh, because those are very uh, difficult to uh, catalog and to research. But uh, here is I'm simply giving one anecdote of a true story that was relayed to me. But everyone will react differently. But we can certainly say this, that the fewer sexual encounters that a person has, the less, you know, things they will have to deal with sort of to untangle later on. If a young people is if a young person is sexually active in the high school years, the worst thing I could do as an educator is to in any way encourage them in that age to continue The best thing I can do for a sexually active teen is help them understand that it's never too late to start over again. And we can talk more on the other side of the break. Yeah, it's never too late and that's a that's a great point right there. I tell you what, this is uh it's great. It's a great conversation. We got to figure out a way of getting Scott in every high school in the country. Each <laughs> did. You know, I tell you what, uh, I'm enjoying this. And I know you all are as well. Want to be part of this conversation? Not too late. Just go to the comments. Answer the question that you might have. I promise you, we'll get you an answer. Yes, your life 
and we'll see you shortly after the break. There's more stories of greatness to help you overcome adversity. Coming up on It's Your Life with James Cooley. The J.C. Cooley Foundation is a nonprofit organization that was started in October of 2014. The J.C. Cooley Foundation continues to strive to expand its programs and offerings to the youth, young adults, and citizens of our great communities nationwide and overseas. We hope that you'll be able to take part in one or more of the many exciting events that we are offering this year and experience firsthand the pride we take in supporting our cause. It's our mission to equip the youth of today for the challenges of tomorrow, and we rely heavily on the generosity of individuals and business owners for support. Without the assistance of community-minded individuals just like you, we wouldn't be able to serve our youth each year. We ask that you make a commitment to support our annual appeal by making a cash donation. This year's goal is $50,000. Your generosity will assist us in making a difference in the lives of the youth in our community. You can give online at CooleyFoundation.org. Remember that every donation makes a difference regardless of size. The J.C. Cooley Foundation thanks you in advance for your contribution. Country Boy, City Boy, a journey that ain't over yet. The true life coming of age story by James J.C. Cooley. Using humor, wit, and engaging storytelling, James paints a picture about his arrival in a rural deep south town and realization that life would never be the same. Cooley lays out his struggle to adjust from city life to country life and back again, sharing his hard-earned lessons to educate, encourage, and enlighten our next generation of leaders and heroes. Get your copy of Country Boy, City Boy, a journey that ain't over yet by James J.C. Cooley Available on Amazon and everywhere books are sold. FM 96.1 North County and AM 1170 San Diego. The Answer. Streaming at theanswersandiego.com. Life is a series of circles and cycles, phases and stages. These are your experiences that teach you the lessons of life. You can either ignore them or embrace them. Welcome to the James Cooley Show. It's your life. Dr. James Cooley is a motivational speaker, author, military veteran, and founder of the J.C. Cooley Foundation. Dr. Cooley is here to equip you to strive for greatness and overcome adversity. It's time to get equipped today for the challenges of tomorrow. Now, here's the host of It's Your Life, Dr. James Cooley. And Scott, I, I just gotta, I just gotta say it right now. Uh, this is so wonderful. Uh, I don't know why it took us this long to put something like this together. It's your fault, Noah. No, I like to thank uh, you know Noah uh, Dingley uh, for putting us in contact because this is such a, a wonderful show. And I can tell I'm looking at the viewers, and we got a lot of them out there that's that's tuned into this, and uh, and they are enjoying this. So uh, thanks so much, Noah. You know, Scott, man, this is wow. I I meant what I said uh, toward the end of the break. Just need to be taught, and as many high schools across the country as possible. We absolutely believe that, James. We absolutely believe that. This is a message that kids absolutely need to hear. Look, whatever they choose to do is completely up to them. But we got to give them the opportunity. We, we have to let them make the choice. Here's what's happening all across America is we're making their choices for them. What adults are saying is, 
Kids aren't going to choose abstinence, therefore we won't teach it to them. And that to us is a real tragedy. The fact is that most teens are already choosing abstinence. According to the Centers for Disease Control, 70% of America's youth are not currently sexually active. The majority of high school students are not having sex. And so the idea that they are, they're not going to be abstinent is simply not true. It's not supported by the data. And so we believe it's necessary to help these young people understand, and here's a key, not just to wait, but to wait for marriage. Because much of what's out there in the world of quote-unquote abstinence is, hey, kids, it's really good for you to wait well, wait, wait until when? So it's really important to help them understand the objective benefits of reserving all sexual activity, not for a year from now, not for two years from now, but until you're in a marriage relationship. And that's because marriage provides an objective standard. See, what's common to say, well, let me read it to you here from the uh, University of Boston Press in a book called The Art of Loving Well. This is really important. Because this is kind of what's out there all over the country when you talk about abstinence. This book called The Art of Loving Well has a lot of great stories in it. But here's the preface of the book from the University of Boston Press. A third theme of this book is that sexual relationships are a big deal and should never be taken lightly. Momentary satisfaction outside the context of... Momentary satisfaction outside the context of a mature and deeply intimate relationship usually results in someone getting hurt. Well, now, hold on a minute. What is a mature and deeply intimate relationship? What is that? And can two high school students have a mature and deeply intimate relationship? And my point is that a lot of what is taught today is don't have sex unless you're in a mature and deeply intimate relationship. So that is a subjective framework that is going to be different with every individual. Is it possible for two high school students to have a deeply intimate and mature relationship? Of course, for them to think that. And so if I say to kids, now listen, it's really important to understand the benefits of reserving all sexual activity for a, the context of a mature and deeply intimate relationship, they're going to be like, check mark, got that, let's go. So your abstinence lesson just told kids that it's sex is a part of the deal. So it's really important that we're clear in our messaging and what we're passionate about. The reason we're called A and M is because the M is a big deal. Marriage rates are at an all-time recorded low, and we need to help young people understand why marriage matters, both for culture and community, why marriage is going to benefit you, it's going to benefit your spouse, it's going to benefit your child, it's going to benefit your community and your culture, and marriage is the cornerstone of culture. And unless we can restore a culture of marriage and that fabric for our communities, it's going to be really tough for these kids to get a footing. Wow. You know, uh, you're absolutely right. I want to get on one other point uh, through the, this last video that I'm going to show. Here we go. Is absence education realistic? This is a common concern that I hear from people, and I understand it completely. If you look at our culture, if you turn on the TV, if you look at society, it seems like everybody's having sex with everybody all the time. That's the image. That's the perception. 
The reality, however, is very different. It's important to know, and I think encouraging to know, that according to the Centers for Disease Control, most high school students, the vast majority of high school students, 70% of high school students, according to the CDC, are not currently sexually active. In fact, most high school students uh, respond very, very well to a clearly reasoned positive presentation on the benefits of abstinence until marriage. And so what we're passionate about is helping them and encouraging them to stay on track, to go in the direction that they're going in. And so the message is one that kids respond well to and that they want to hear but often don't. One of my friends is a public school teacher, just retired actually after 40 years in the Chicago public school system. He was a teacher and a principal in the Chicago system. And he said to me, Scott, in 40 years of teaching school in Chicago, I found that most students I talked to had never had anyone encourage them to save sex for marriage. And so we're really passionate to ensure the kids have the opportunity to hear and to learn this message. And when they have a chance to hear it and learn it, they respond to it really, really well. Uh, 70%. <laughs> That's a CDC statistic. That's the Federal Youth Risk Behavior Surveillance System. It's now actually up to 70, I think it's 72, 73%. Uh, and it keeps climbing in terms of the numbers of the percentage of kids who are not sexually active. And so we need to appreciate the fact that kids can make healthy decisions. They can make, uh, you know, they can make good decisions. We need to be able to give them that uh, opportunity. You know, this whole idea of restoring the dream that we're talking about is consistent with uh, a message that I uh, actually read about in a book, and I went and looked it up. And I quote this in my uh, training seminars. It's a speech on Father's Day by Barack Obama. And I didn't say President Barack Obama because it was just before he was president, actually. Senator, I should say, Barack Obama. And here's what he get, said on a, a father, in a Father's Day speech. Quote, of all the rocks upon which we build our lives, we are reminded today that the family is most important. And we are called to recognize and honor how critical every father is to that foundation. They are teachers and coaches. They are mentors and role models. They, are, they are examples of success and the men who constantly push us toward it. But if we are honest with ourselves, we'll also admit that what too many fathers are is missing. Missing from too many lives and too many homes. They have abandoned their responsibilities, acting like boys instead of men. And the foundations of our families are weaker because of it. We know how true this is in the African-American community. We know that more than half of all black children live in single-parent households, a number that has doubled, doubled since we were children. We know the statistics that children who grow up without a father are five times more likely to live in poverty and commit crime, nine times more likely to drop out of school, 20 times more likely to end up in prison. They are more likely to have behavioral problems or run away from home or become teenage parents themselves. And the foundations of our community are weaker because of it. How many times in the last year has a city lost a child at the hands of another child? 
How many times have our hearts stopped in the middle of the night with the sound of a gunshot or a siren? How many teenagers have we seen hanging around on street corners when they should be sitting in a classroom? How many are sitting in a prison when they should be working or at least looking for a job? How many in this generation are we willing to lose to poverty, violence, or addiction? How many? Yes, we need more cops on the street. Yes, we need fewer guns in the hands of people who shouldn't have them. Yes, we need more money for our schools and more outstanding teachers in the classroom, more after-school programs for our children. Yes, we need more jobs and more job training and more opportunities in our community. But we also need families to to raise children. We need fathers to realize that responsibility does not end at conception. We need them to realize that what makes you a man is not the ability to have a child. It's the courage to raise one. We need to help all the mothers out there who are raising these kids by themselves, the mothers who drop them off at school, go to work, pick them up in the afternoon, work another shift, get dinner, make lunches, pay bills, fix the house, do all the other things that it takes both parents to do. So many of these women are doing a heroic job, but they need support. They need another parent. Their children need another parent. That's what keeps the foundation of their family strong. So it keeps the foundation of our country strong. And I can go on, but you get the idea. I get it. It's not, we, we, we're out of time. Hey, so when people want to reach out to you, can you tell them real quickly, how can they get in touch with you? And I got to have you back on the show again if you're, if you're scheduled to commit because this is such a, a, a discussion that needs to be talked about more and more. So first of all, how can they get in touch with you if they need to get in touch with you or want to reach out? Thank you. Thank you. Our website is ampartnership.org. They can reach us through the website, ampartnership.org. There's a tab there that they can contact us and we can uh, be happy to give them all the information that we're talking about today. Hey, Scott, I want to thank you so much for taking the time to come on the show. I'd like to thank my uh, great, great friend, Noah Dingley, uh, for setting this up. Uh, I'd like to thank uh, um, uh, Dr. Michelle Cooley for putting together another absolutely fantastic program. I'd like to thank KCBQ uh, for, you know, just being that support and running this. Most importantly, I'd like to thank our viewers, our listeners, for tuning in to the James Cooley Show, Monday through Friday, 12 p.m. Pacific Standard Time. Always remember to dream big, think big, and be big at everything you do. We'll be back tomorrow, same time, same place. It's your life. We'll see you there. Thanks for joining us for The James Cooley Show. It's your life. To learn more about Dr. James Cooley and how you can support the show or become a guest, visit CooleyFoundation.org. Join James for more motivation and inspiration to help you become equipped today for the challenges of tomorrow. This has been It's Your Life with Dr. James Cooley, where you learn how to dream big, think big, and be big in everything you do. It's Your Life is sponsored by James J.C. Cooley. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. 
with in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com, salemnow.com.